Hello, and welcome to Series 2, Episode 5. How you doing? If this is your first time here, no, I don't always start the episode with a beautiful little sing-song, but I thought I'd treat you today, because it's been so long since the last episode. Uh, I had a couple of technical issues, my PC decided to die on me, and I went into a minor breakdown about it, but it's okay. We're still here, still alive. Got it back. So, what's coming up in today's episode? Uh, Same as usual, really. We do some rambling. We do some film talk. We do some more rambling. And to top it all off, there's a bit of rambling. Uh, We talk about A Quiet Place, part two. We talk about the cartoon series Invincible. Uh, We get some fan mail, which is always very exciting. Don't forget, you can always write us. We do appreciate it. And what's that I hear you ask? Seb, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. Uh, It's been a busy few weeks in my life. Um, Last couple of weeks, we've been caught up in Olympic fever, which I've been enjoying very, very much. The, The weird thing about the Olympics is you watch it and you don't know anything about the sport, but within about two minutes, you think that you're an absolute expert on everything. Um, which is really a testament to the quality of the commentators because they they get you so invested and involved in it so quickly. Um, Charlotte, my partner, she's not too fussed on it, but the one thing that we have been able to bond over is the weightlifting. There's something about it every single evening. She says she's going to bed, and I just go onto BBC iPlayer, scroll along. Oh, it's a bit of weightlifting. Pop it on, and she's hooked. And she stays up for an extra hour, past an hour past her bedtime, which is a pretty big deal. All because we just want to watch those people lift those great big heavyweights above their head. Um, I think the thing about it is, the thing about any of these sports is, it's just uh, the individual competition. That's why I like watching um, the weightlifting and the climbing this year has been really good because it's just sort of one person going for it. Uh, and it's really exciting. Anyway, that that was a thrilling little anecdote, wasn't it? Um, okay, on with the show. Good evening, ladies, gentlefolk, halts and waltz, and welcome to the 1933 Tripe O'Clock Wireless Radio Telegraph News, where we bring you the week's latest news exactly as it was 88 years ago. This week in the news... Osteoporosis is a deadly disease that causes brittle bones due to lack of calcium in the victim's diet. Osteoporosis is challenging to identify as blood tests show calcium concentration in blood, but not bones where it is arguably needed. In 1933, the English invented a foolproof test for osteoporosis. The method involved surgically removing part of the victim's bone and grafting it into the wings of a carrier pigeon, because they had so many after World War I. Pigeon bones are hollow and light enough for flight, you see. If the victim had osteoporosis, then the bird would still be able to fly, albeit with slightly more brittle bones. However, if the victim did not have osteoporosis, the pigeon could no longer fly due to stronger but slightly heavier bones. The method was a success until it was discovered that those who did not have osteoporosis never received the news 
because the carrier pigeons could no longer fly. Therefore, many people believed they had osteoporosis through false positives, and this led people to drink much more milk than normal, bringing into common parlance the phrase, got milk. Thank you for listening to the 1933 Tripe O'Clock Wireless Radio Telegraph News, brought to you by the HaltonWalt.com Radio Broadcast Service and the Federation of Real, Authentic, 100% Historically Accurate Audio Library Technicians. Cool. Yay! Look at it! It's Sammy! <laughs> Your face is on large too. Good. Oh. Good gracious, I look like a mess. No, you don't. I've got a beer. Oh, wow, that's a fantastic tankard. Thank you very much. It looks Uh, uh, like a pewter tankard. It's a pewter tankard, and it it says inscribed upon it, All my love, Elsa, 1st of July, 1984. Because my mum's mum gave it to my mum's dad. Presumably... Uh. In 1984, right. I I was thinking it was um, like a prop from uh, Frozen. Nope. That maybe now, Charlotte really liked Frozen and bought that. Does it have a Frozen aesthetic to you? Uh, I've never seen Frozen, so really, I wouldn't be able to say. Yeah. How did you yeah. miss that cultural phenomenon? Um, it, I just you know it just. I watch animated movies, but it just didn't it didn't appeal to me. I guess it's I'm like not the one target of the top... audience of about twelve years old and Oh come on, Alan. You know that Disney movies appeal to a broad range of ages. I know, I know. I'm just a yoking. You probably just think you're too good for it. Not true, not true. It's just I haven't got round to it. Oh, it's it, on my list. Well, it came out quite recently, didn't it? So Uh a few years ago. Five years ago. That was sarcasm. Alan doesn't always pick up on sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, yeah. I don't know if that was sarcastic. It's interesting. We've both got slightly different camera angles to normal today. Yours is sort of pointing up at you in quite an intimate um, view, I'd say. Mm. Looking as handsome as always, of course. And mine is looking down upon me. Mm. Um and I'm looking pretty horrendous, so... I, I wouldn't course. say that. No. Sabi, you've got a magnificent beard that would make other men and women jealous. <laughs> Probably. You should grow a bit of facial fuzz. I have. I have in the past. It um, It doesn't bode well. It's sort of like, if I were to grow it out, and one day I might. I would grow it out for a long, long time, and it would turn into a Chinese kung fu wizard beard. Oh yeah. Right then, what I would do is uh, get some kind of uh, what's it called? Liquid nitrogen. Okay. Pour it on my like comb my beard so that it's perfect and sharp, and then pour liquid nitrogen on it. Right. And then I'd have a dagger on my chin. <laughs> uh, hmm. That's that's like real sort of sci-fi Viking. That's 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 the dream. I feel like it would snap off. Yes. Yeah. Well, if it snapped off, right, then it's a real dagger. I feel like as soon as you try and stick that into somebody, 
it's going to shatter. I don't want to shatter your dreams, but... Right. The beard... Well, I don't know. I've, it's not something I've ever attempted. I'm not sure it's ever been attempted. All right, okay, so what Murder I do... Murder by beard. First, liquid nitrogen. Snap it off. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and cast it in, in pewter. You know, just pour pewter on it and, and uh, have a metal dagger. Which pewter, is my, pewter's very soft. That's a bad metal choice. <laughs> um, Famously I, soft. I'll I'll give it to my uh, I'll give it to Charlotte as a gift to say I here's my magnificent dagger beard. Um, engraved. It's only going to stay that temperature. I mean, are you going to be constantly pouring uh, liquid nitrogen onto it? No. Does pewter melt in like? Oh right, you'll give the pu- right, you'll give the pewter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give the pewter sp- and have it engraved. I suppose you could turn it into sort of a chalice. A, ch- a chalice of I I don't know. It doesn't sound as appealing, you know. Here is my chalice made of my hair as opposed to here is my dagger made from my beard. Well, you could cast it into another metal then. I don't know. Mm. I think I think it's a floor pan from the start. Uh Really? Yeah. Sorry. I, I- Okay, well, it's one for the notebook. You know, it's it's in the list. So it's in the long list I don't of have items. A notebook. I have another idea. Very negative today, so far, aren't I? Yeah. What's your next idea? Right. Okay. So I've got a dream uh, to make a magical item. Right. Um. It's it, it's uh it's in progress. I've, <laughs> I've already spotted a problem, but go on. Right. <laughs> um. It's called the jar of a thousand farts. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's in progress already, is it? Yeah, yeah. So, right, what you do is you take many baths, you know, you relax in them. You take a jar, mm. like, a, like a sort of jam jar in, into the bath. And when you fart, mm. you collect the gas under the water. And you do this, and you seal it up un- underneath in the bath, and then after <laughs> what you t- a hundred or a thousand baths, you have a jar of a thousand farts. And when when it's ready, you 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 know, give it to someone. But if you to- open up the jar under the water, the uh, air's going to escape. You, know, you have to keep the jar upside up. So you fill the jar so with So it's quite with an acrobatic water. stunt then. It's not no no, it's not How it's big's not, the bath? The bath is a normal bath. Are you doing it in the local swimming pool? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so you fill the jar up with water, right? And then you capture the farts and it it displaces the water. So the farts never escape. So the jar has to be upside down? Yes. Oh, so you just catch the bubble as it's rising. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. And then magical. what? Are you, what are you going to do to it? Like, that's that's kind of a one-use um, item. Yep, but very, very potent. <laughs> that's one of my dreams. Particularly from you, if you have some milk beforehand or something. <laughs> How are you, anyway, my young friend? Not too bad. I've had yeah, I'd, I've I've had a good day. I've had a good day. I went to the office. Oh, and I, and that I sounds bad. Back. No, it's good. It's good. I actually w- work way better in the office. 
Anybody uh, else there? No. Not until 2 p.m. So I was oh. the only one in the office. But you see, the difference between home and the office is there's there's a fridge with tons of food at home and it's extremely distracting. Yeah. I think I work about the same. Really? Yeah, I work about the same at home as I do in the office. Um, but at home, at the end of the day, I'm already home. I don't have to travel home. How do you how do you get to work normally? Can I walk, walk into the bedroom. <laughs> right. Yeah. You yeah. mean in when we had the office, I would drive. Yeah, it. yeah. Oh, okay. So you you just you don't mind you don't mind working from home. Working from home is the best, in my opinion. I keep a regular schedule. I have my breaks at the same time every day, and then I just work in between, and it keeps me on track. Um, right. But you don't have to do the commute. You don't have to make inane small talk with people that you don't really want to interact with. Right. Uh, Let's hope, none of whom uh, listen to this <laughs> Yeah, th- thank God. <laughs> um, so That's not all people at work, I should just say, you know. Some of them yeah, have. no, 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 it's all people. <laughs> like, I'm under the impression you work at a, am I allowed to say that? A nuclear power plant? I don't work at a nuclear power plant. You you check people to make sure they're not getting radiation I do poisoning. work with, in that area, but I don't actually work at a nuclear power plant. Um, also, the other thing is, if you're at work, it, you know, it's advisable to take five minute breaks every hour or so when you're mm-hmm. working you don't want to be sat down continuously if you're at work all you can do is you can go for a five minute walk you know to the toilet maybe or mm. up and down the corridor there's nothing that exciting or stimulating you can do and you're still in the work environment but if you're at home you, you can, can go sit into the on kitchen. the toilet you can, you can bake a loaf you can start making a loaf of bread you can uh, do a little bit of housework. You can sit in, in your five garden minutes. For a bit. You make you start making a loaf of bread. Doesn't take very long to start a loaf of bread, you know. And that's the sort of thing you can do when you're at home. You can do something personally enriching, right? Um, so you, by the end of the day, you have eight loaves of bread on the go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Right, all all different, I assume. Yeah, one for each day of the week, plus plus the. What they That's call the fair. baker's dozen, yeah, yeah. Except it's eight. Nice. Yeah, Charlotte says I um I Make don't know any bread. I don't know any sayings. Uh, sayings. Co- common common turns of phrase. But we were talking the other day, and she had never heard of a baker's dozen, or she thought that a baker's dozen was just twelve, but it was loaves of bread or something like that. She didn't realise it was. <laughs> <laughs> really she didn't, she didn't realize it referred to the 13th um i regularly have to ask my charlotte uh like what does that mean and what does that mean she has just incredible uh vocabulary oh really uh, yeah i i think the last time we had a french lodger he just couldn't understand her he understood everyone else but charlotte's vocabulary was just too good too advanced <laughs> Like, oh really? Ah, eh, eh, what? Eh, quoi? Je ne sais pas. It's got nothing to do with her thick northern accent, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the fact that she loves football, just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, did you did did you watch the big game? 
I did. I did. I'm going to take Monday off. No way. Are you yes. going out? No. Well, uh, yes. Hmm. To Reading, hopefully. You're going all the way to Reading to watch the football? Y- uh, yeah. Yeah. Crikey. Who's that with? That that's with uh that's with Tom. A different Tom. Different to who? Oh, different, different to Tom Rocket. Diff- yeah, different to Tom Rocket. I didn't think you liked football and now you're travelling all the way to Reading. Um well it's I, we haven't been in the finals for more than fifty years. It's you know, nineteen sixty six was the last one. Good old <laughs> Dennis Bergkamp uh won it for us. <laughs> what are you talking about? Dennis Bergkamp! Dennis Bergkamp! Good British name. Yeah. I hope you've seen that. I'll... I'll no? Li- dear listener, sign up to the newsletter. Hey. I'll put a link Plug. to the reference... Plug it. Uh, ...of Dennis Bergkamp. And why Why did I scream Dennis Bergkamp multiple times? I, I, put it, yeah. I will probably watch it, but I'll be watching it in my lounge. Possibly on my phone. Because I don't think Charlotte's interested. What? So, what? Does that surprise it's, you? Yeah, it's it's the it's the first time we've ever entered a final for well since 1966. Yeah, I know, but if you're not interested in football, that's not really a very significant part of your life, is it? Well, I mean, it's not a significant part of my life since I wasn't alive for most of it. The only exciting thing about it is the fact that people are so caught up in it. Well, yeah, that, that's that, the whole that's not going to make it intrinsically interesting to you, and you know, I don't think Charlotte's going to care. Okay, okay. Oh, well, fine. she might. I'll talk to her. Maybe she'll love it. <laughs> you seem shocked by that. It's not like a hundred percent of people have to like football. No, I, I, I don't like football that much. I'm just shocked because my, uh, my Charlotte, you know, encouraged me. She's like, Alan, you have to watch this. You know, she's she's huge into football. She's like a no, she hooligan. Is. She is not. <laughs> no. No, I, I once said on a phone call to my dad uh, that Charlotte was into football and now now she's really worried that my dad thinks she's a football hooligan. Oh, she is very hooligan-esque, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. It's always wild. Walk, walk. Yeah, she's crazy. I mean, football fans don't do themselves any favours, I don't think. No. No. There's a lot of booing. That, that somebody, an English guy shone a, a laser into the German referee's eye. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Well, that's retarded. When, uh, what's-his-face, Kane was doing the penalty. <laughs> no. Yeah. You can't do stuff like that. You can, you can just see, you can see the, the, if you see a close-up, there's just the green light on his face from somebody's laser. That's no ridiculous. No way. That's, that's terrible. You know, I, yeah. I think the worst I've ever done is throw a paper aeroplane. At what? Oh, it's just... What, in your life? I, yeah, yeah. No, 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 in, in, in a stadium. In a stadium. What, you've been to see a few football games, have you? Uh, mm, no, I, I, I've i only been to see one, but I remember... I have this strange memory of throwing a paper aeroplane Onto the pitch. I don't think it... I don't think it's my memory. I think it's probably a video I once watched and thought, it's oh, that, such a non-story. Cool. <laughs> that got worse and worse with every... <laughs> every right, bit. okay. Every expansion. I apologise. I apologise. I, uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 I take it back. 
Yeah, I'll probably watch it, and I'll be watching Wimbledon maybe earlier in the day as well. So there's a lot of sport, a lot of sport on at the moment. Yeah, sport Central. Yeah, Olympics in a couple of weeks too. Oh, blimey! Forgot about and that. <clears throat> to top it all off, I weighed myself a few days ago for the first time in about a year. Mm-hmm. The results are not good. Um, how many loaves of bread do you weigh? What does one loaf of bread weigh? Well, I don't know. You, you're the one that uses stones and pounds. Well, I was going to tell you in in kilograms because that's how you work. Yeah, yeah, that is that is. Well it's the heaviest I've ever been. I'm a hundred. About the scale said a hundred and two kilograms. But you are tall. I'm not that tall. You're I'm about than five me. foot four. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's taller than me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're four foot seven. So. Yeah. Oh, about six um, foot. Six foot. If you if you type all these numbers in to um, the NHS BMI calculator, mm-hmm. I'm obese. British Muscular Index. You're just obese because of the muscle. Oh yeah, I am riddled with muscles. Oh no. I mean the the plus side is I do s- still fit into most of my clothes, so it's not like I'm. Oh, I've been about it. this weight before. The plus side is. I, I I've been about this weight before, and I looked fatter then. Yeah, you look great. You can only see a very small part of me. Underneath what? here, it could just be, you know, you haven't seen it. You're hiding. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But it was a shocker because I thought I was about ninety four, ninety five, but then I saw I was hundred and two. So, well, there you go. Yeah, I I mean, it could be all that bread. I don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Eight loaves of bread a day? Well, you've got a, a loaf a day keeps the doctor away, so eight loaves is going to really help, isn't it? Yeah. Or do you just eat the dough raw, you know, to for the good bacteria and cultures? Well, and I can only cook four loaves a day, so the other four. The bacteria, that's only going to be in a sourdough. Oh, oh, okay. I wasn't aware. No. I, I've heard that some breads, you know, the the starting mixture is hundreds of years old. Sourdough, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, mine's a few years old. I should have written on it, actually, when I started it, because I don't know, but mine's a few years old. Where do you keep it? In, in like, a sock under your bed, or...? (laughs) Yeah, don't mix them up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I keep it in a glass jar in the fridge. Right, okay. And you can leave it in there for ages. And I swear just... I keep my jar. Don't want to make pickles in that one. No. Well, uh, I mean, maybe. Special. Yeah, I don't Pungent. know. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. But it, it will sit in there dormant for, you know, weeks, months if you what, really need to leave it. What is it like? Does it have a name? Sourdough starter. Right, okay. But I mean, it's been with you for a few years and it's alive. Oh, you want me to name it a, a name name? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, it's not like it's one organism. It, it's a it's a culture of different yeasts and bacterias. Mm. Um, you know, if, you're, if you make sourdough, what you essentially do is you create this life, mm-hmm. all these different... Um, bacteria, lacto, uh, lactobacteria, 
yeasts, and then you put them into a bread, and then you commit genocide by putting it in the oven. Right. Yeah. That's that's the process of being a sourdough baker. But so I don't want to get normal... attached to them. Right. Okay. But if you're a normal baker, it's like slightly less genocidal because you're only killing yeast. Sourdough has bacteria. Or am I wrong? Yeah, sourdough has bacteria, and then you'd use commercial yeast normally. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, I make both. There's, there's room in your life for for both types of bread. They both have different qualities. And uh... <sighs> you're going to start, start a bread own... podcast, you know? Well, yeah. I think, if you uh... find this sort of stuff interesting, let us know. We'll make a Holt and Walt bread special. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um... Shall we? Shall we? Yeah, we could do that. We could do a special on bread. If you if you come and visit me, I will make you a yeasted bread and a sourdough bread, and then you can taste them and decide which is better. I think s- sourdough is not for everyone, and it's mm-hmm. not for every situation either. Um, no, no. I mean, I think you when you start give making sourdough, someone a sourdough, you know, on their birthday, but if they no. graduated. You know, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Sourdough cake perhaps isn't the ideal thing to go for, but right. That was a stupid. But if it was a, say, a, a, a <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Is anything we say not stupid? About ninety percent of the stuff we say isn't that stupid. Okay, right, that's a good ratio. Yeah, but I'm at the moment. I'm in the process. Because I haven't had a kitchen for a long time, I've not made any bread, so I'm I'm bringing my sourdough back to life. Because it's been in the mm-hmm. fridge, I probably haven't used it for about two months, and now it's it's there, it's bubbling away, it's alive and ready to ready to you, make a you, good old loaf of bread. Tell me, give me a so it's give me a guess of how old it is. Where, like when was its birthday? I probably took a picture of the first loaf I made, so I can probably trawl back and find out. I would guess. 2017 i probably started it oh wow but so, okay. yeah some some are hundreds of years old and you can buy you can buy um you can buy bits of them and then make your sourdough from it sounds uh sounds brutal i mean it's kind of because you're constantly refreshing it nothing that's in there is really going to be from that long ago or only mm. really trace amounts but it's just keeping that culture going and it changes all the time, depending on the time of year, what natural yeasts and bacteria in the air, what flour you're using, all that stuff. It all it all affects it and uh, gives you different flavour profiles and all that sort of stuff. I think you should start a business. What kind of business? Good I don't want to. I don't want to be a baker. That's a tough no. life. No. Tough life. No. Candlestick maker. Yeah. I, I, could for, do that. I, I forget the other profession that's in the. Is it in the tub? Is it butcher. Butcher, baker, candlestick maker. There is you it go. butcher? Yeah, yeah. If I was going to be any one of those, I'd probably be candlestick maker. Because that feels like it's not... The problem with being a baker is you have to be up early to get the bread. Because people want their bread in the morning. And it takes Ca- hours. Can't you make it the night before? But then it's not fresh bread, is it? It's, <laughs> it's sat there for a night. Nobody wants that. They want fresh bread, baked in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're a butcher... You still have to work certain hours, but if you're a candlestick maker, you can make your candle whenever you want, and then you can make it while you're cooking. It's like you can make it while on on the toilet. You just you just need a bucket, and then you just dip up. 
you probably don't even need to make it yourself. You can just get one of those um, birds that sort of oh, drips yeah. in the water, and then yeah. you know that was the that was the beginning of uh, automated manufacturing. You're onto something there, Alan. Why don't you work on that? Okay, I'll I'll get, come back with a name. Get a bucket and some wax, and one of those dippy birds. That could be your empire. That's, Waltz that's... waxes. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. Waltz I, waxes. I... You'll um, be pretty limited in the shape of things that you can make. I think if you're just doing it based on the, the bird. Yeah, uh... I didn't know that was how you made candles. Well, that's how I make candles. Do you make? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I have a little segue. This is um, sorry. I think this sound is going to be a bit over the place because I'm sort of not talking directly into the mic sometimes. Um, but we have some comments to go through. Oh, from some from. Well, one one fan mail uh, where we got uh, a riddle sent in by one of our listeners. Fan Oh, really? Cool. And uh, we have a comment on zombies as well. Okay. Okay, so in Season 2, Episode 3, Riddling for Justice, <laughs> we did a Good huge riddle game, or yeah. a, a long one. And uh, this listener sent in a fantastic riddle. So here goes. Excellent. Um... The, the fan mail reads, Dear Holt and Walt, was listening to the latest episode whilst decorating a gaff today and came up with my <laughs> own, in brackets, rather contrived riddle. Personally, this is, this is me talking now. I don't think it's contrived. I think it's really good. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I am, I am brushed, but am not hair, with bristles that are not shaved. To give a coat that one does not wear, or alternatively, I can be sprayed. Whoa. What am I? This person came up with it, did they? Yes, came up with their own. It's quite, it's, it's impressive. Rhymes and everything. All right, that's a good riddle. Um, I am guessing... brushed, but am not hair, with bristles that are not shaved. To give a coat that one does not wear, or alternatively, I can be sprayed. What it's nice to get a bit I? of. It's nice to get an email in. Thanks, emailer. I'm going to guess that they're a man, just based in my. You know, it's a bit sexist, but based on the use of the word gaff. Yeah, they could have been using it ironically, but that you, you, I can't. Well, I mean, women can say whatever they want. I'm, I'm very um, progressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you digging yourself into a hole? <clears throat> I just imagine that coming from. A right. man's voice. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, oh, and then it, the final final part of the uh, email says, love the pod. So thank you very much. Oh, great. Yeah. Thanks. They also, gave, they also gave the answer to the riddle, which, which I know. Uh, otherwise, I think I'd probably be quite stuck. I think it's pretty good. I feel like there's a few clues in there. First of all, he's a painter de- de- or he or she are, is a painter decorator. Why do you say that? Because you said in the email that they're 
Well, okay, maybe they're not, but you said they're oh, decorating yeah, yeah, yeah. a gaff. Yeah, decorating a gaff. Yeah, yeah, that is a. Maybe that's, that's not their job, but. Oh, the name of they... the title of the email is Riddler on the Roof. <laughs> that's good. I think I'm going to say paint. Very good. Hey. I was nice. struggling up until the last line. I can be sprayed or something like that. Yeah. Yep. That made me think of paint. That made me think of paint. That's a good riddle. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've come up with one before. I have i don't think I've ever come up with one. But it could be a thing that we do. I'm in Seb's up- fridge and three years old. Uh, made of yeast. And, and maybe mold. And maybe mold. There you there go. You um, this isn't a riddle. This is a limerick. Um, there was a first mate called Carter. Boy, was he a farter. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? <laughs> no. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. When the wind wouldn't blow and the ship wouldn't go, they got Carter the farter to starter. Very good. Okay. There you go. Beans, beans, good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. Beans, beans, good for uh, the musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. The more you toot, the more you eat, the more you sit on the toilet seat. You look so proud of yourself. I wish everyone could see the way you look. That's how, if my nephew said that, he would have that expression upon his face. And how old is your nephew? Uh, Are you really going to ask me that on a podcast? Uh, I'm just, you know, like... I I don't know if my brother listens, but I'm going to say nine or ten. He's about to go into secondary school, so... Oh, right. He must still, still, you know, talking about farts and things like that. He talks about... Um, is he more sophisticated than Fort- me? He talks about Fortnite. He is more sophisticated than you, but he, he talks He talks about Fortnite mostly. Ah, uh, okay. I haven't seen him much in the last year, of course, because of COVID, but... Oh, bummer. And you, we have one other piece of listener interaction. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, okay, so, again, same episode in, in which we got a heart from your mum. <laughs> um, Thanks, mum. Uh, aren't the zombies slow because their muscles uh, would be I, I don't know how you view the rest of the comment it sort of cuts off so this in this I'm trying to remember we were talking about zombie movies presumably yeah and we must have been saying why are zombies in the movies always so slow yes of course they're not always I, I think I remember yeah you got 28 days later You've got the fast zombies in that. You've got um, Dawn of the Dead remake. That's got fast zombies. Got that Army of the Dead movie that Zack Snyder just made with. Uh, the oh, fast here, here's the full comment: Aren't the zombies slow because their muscles would be deteriorated or rigor mortis? Hmm. It wouldn't be rigor mortis because that wears off, doesn't it? Well, after a couple of hours. I think you die. You go stiff. From rigor mortis mm-hmm. for a, a while, and then I th- and then I think it it wears off. Oh, that's what that was. I think what? Uh, <laughs> 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 um, and what was the other point? Because their muscles yeah, have Yeah, yeah. I suppose it it makes sense. It depends on the movie, probably. If you look back at the fir- the original George R. Romero. Um, the Jar Jar Romero, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> the, jo- uh, the, the George version. Romero, the first one, what was it? the Night where, of the Living Dead. Where all the zombies have been edited out 
and in, instead they've replaced it with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> where he, uh, where the zombies, I think in that movie they they come from their graves, so they've obviously been buried for a while. So in that case, it would make sense. Yeah, that's a good answer, isn't it? Mm. Um, and in Twenty Eight Days Later, they're fast because they've only recently died, but then. The point is, after a while, they go hungry and they start dying, and that's what twenty-eight weeks later is about. Um, ah, all the all the zombies are dying because they're running out of food. Oh, cool! But there must be zombie movies where they've not been dead long. I guess. But in 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 Walking Dead's a good example because you see, if someone's just been bitten, they turn and then they're slow. Hmm. Is that is that a good example? Oh, oh, that's a good that's a good example sense. of where that doesn't make sense, and it doesn't oh, actually. Okay. If you're going to apply any kind of logic to zombies, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Because if they're alive, um, and I think the point is, you know, your your reptilian brain takes over or something like that. If you're going to apply any kind of science to it, and that's yeah, not going to make you slow, is it? Well, no, no, not exactly. Actually, it might make you faster. Yeah, might do. So if you think less. But does a zombie pump blood around their body? Uh, good question. It's one of those you things. never really zombies see are... them bleed. Just what are the of... set rules for zombies? They eat humans. If you get bitten, you turn. Um, what I mean, if you're called... a vegetarian in your previous life and then you turn into a zombie? Is it just oh. the reptilian brain takes over? And just I think dumb, most dumb, people dumb don't eat humans before they die anyway, so... I feel like that's only a small additional barrier to overcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, good point. Yeah. 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 They're called the Walking Dead, so presumably they're not pumping blood in the in the first place. Mm. Is that okay, criteria no. for dead? We'll have to do a bit of a deep dive into zombie movies, I think, and um get and, to and the bottom of this. Get to the bottom of this. All right. Well, uh, speaking yeah thanks list thanks commenter so if you want to get in touch uh you can email me holt at holtonwalt.com yep you can email him <laughs> or uh alternatively i mean i am the better option uh yeah you could, you could email me at walt at holtonwalt.com or uh, go to walt- the website holtonwalt.com and there's direct links yeah. or leave a comment there's so many things leave a five-star review on Whatever platforms accept reviews. And <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Um, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, All right. Okay. Okay, Seb. So, I mean, we've got a new sponsor. Uh, again, it's changed. And uh, I, I hope you enjoy. Um, if you ever... If you ever want to purchase any of these things, you know, you know where to go. The, you can send me an email. Ugh. Where the hell are we? I told you we shouldn't have used the Mott Mott Navigator. Now we're totally lost. Sounds like you need... The Peanut Butter Tom Tom! 
new toy for your idiot son? Then you need the peanut butter tom-tom. Half peanut and half butter. But all tom. Use it to navigate from home to work and listen to its wacky voices. With 40 peanut cracking voices, you'll never lose your way again. Oh, great. I can't wait to use the peanut butter tom-tom. With your favorite phrases such as... I went to the cinema recently. Oh, yeah? For the first time in... I think the last time that I went to the cinema um, was probably just before our first episode. Date. Date. <laughs> uh, episode, yeah. To Sorry. see... I saw Parasite at the cinema. And I'm oh, trying my God. to remember if I've seen a film since then. And how long have we been doing this? This is over a year, isn't it? Over a year, which is quite impressive. I'm really <laughs> pleased. We've got tenacity. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I went to the cinema. Or and no I shame. S- well, bit of both. Yeah. And I saw Quiet Place, Part Two. Ooh. Nice. Have I haven't seen the first one. Ah, oh, haven't seen Frozen or Quiet Place. Well, I was planning on watching one after the other. Yeah, double bill, triple bill yeah. now with Quiet Place Part Two. If yeah. if you, it's actually good that you've not seen the first one, because the second one follows on. In my opinion, yes. Are we talking about Frozen? Um, no, the, the first the... Frozen is better. Frozen right, one okay. better. Quiet Place Part Two, pro- probably better. But Frozen Three, they bring it back. <laughs> and Quiet Place Part Three, terrible. But if you, you should watch them as a double bill. Okay. okay. They're not that long. They're only about 90 minutes each. So you, you could. That's you pretty could fit, good. You could fit them into a long evening. Yeah. Uh, get yourself a Domino's. Chill oh my God. Yeah. The Charlotte like slightly horror movies. Um, It's not a full she, blown horror. She used to like horror movies, but then we watch. What's the what's the one? I've never mi- heard mi- someone extend the word watched. <laughs> I I I feel like I'm cutting off the ends of my words, so I, I just added it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I I want to properly enunciate uh, for the for the listener. Yeah, just in case. Um, not since Midsummer have have I watched another horror. Um, and Charlotte is the same. That sort of scarred us. Uh, that's quite a unique movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would be quite interested to see the Quiet Place because I hear it's more thriller type, and I'm I'm into those. Yeah, a Quiet Place, not a the, the Quiet Place. The uh, a Quiet Place. The a, a quiet. <laughs> I've what I've heard actually is the sound design is really good. Yes. Um, in a Quiet Place. Hmm. Very accurate. It's it's very very good. It's it's written and directed by um, 
John Krasinski. I think it was written mm -hmm. by him. I could be wrong. If I'm I wrong, Facts Checker Seb will come in. Yeah. Uh, John Krasinski, do you ever watch The American Office? Yes. Uh, no, He's... no, I've never seen it. Oh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you said but... yes so emphatically. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I know who John Krasinski is. Um, yeah, I know who Jim, the character. Yeah, I think. but I've never, I've never um, watched it. And he and yeah, he's the dad in the movie. And then his real life wife, Emily Blunt, plays mm -hmm. his movie wife, whatever her name is. And then they've got two children. One of them's deaf. Uh, um, she's pregnant, and no one's allowed to make any noise, otherwise the monsters hear you. That's the premise of the movie. Oh, cool. Okay, and 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 it's very very good. So would but, you so would you say there's like 3D soundscaping like when you're in the cinema? Is it worth watching it in the cinema, or you can watch it at home? It's absolutely worth watching the cinema. I don't think it's in the cinema anymore. Oh poop. Um, maybe it is in London. I don't know, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a very good first film to come back to. Very cinematic, I would say. Um, I'm I'm not going to do a deep dive into it because you know I'm the only one who's seen it. But yeah, yeah, there were, It's just it was interesting after our discussion about Justice League, mm -hmm. the Snyder Cut, and some of the points that you made about that movie, mm. and how I kind of defended the movie a little bit. Going and watching A Quiet Place in the cinema kind of made me remember what it's like to just fully experience an incredibly well-made movie. Mm. Like, I like watching movies on TV, but going to see it in the cinema, you get so invested in it. Yeah. Because you have to, you have to switch everything off, don't you? And you pay um, about 15 quid for a ticket. £3.50. Oh, not bad. At my local cinema. Yeah. Is that in um, the bakery? <laughs> in the back, in the back of the bakery, they give they they don't give you popcorn though. But there's one when we watched Justice League, you were talking about this one bit where it shows all of the different superheroes how they each jump across a bridge or something like that. Do you remember that? Mm, yeah. And you um, were saying how stupid it is because it's just it doesn't serve any purpose. It doesn't come back to it at any mm -hmm. point later in the movie. Mm. to show you how they've grown or developed or anything. And very early on in A Quiet Place Part 2, it's it's very simple, but it just triggered... It was similar to that, to me, but done well. It just shows... It's quite boring. It just shows John Krasinski's character walking down a street. It's just a panning shot following him um, mm -hmm. walking down the street. And it's all quiet and it's all good. And then later on, that exact scene is mimicked but after this crazy stuff is all going on. See, and it, yeah. And it made me think of that point. I was sat yeah. there in the cinema thinking, ah, oh, this is that done well, where it it sort of comes full circle on itself. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. and um, Fantastic. And because of you, I enjoyed it to a greater extent. Aw, thanks. Well, I'm going to watch A Quiet Place uh, and A Quiet Place 2 at some point. It's on my list and we can do a deep dive. Um, DD. Yeah. So maybe we should do a short dive into Invincible because I think that has quite interesting sound design as well. Ever since I started the 
the the fake adverts. Uh, I've been, you know, oh yeah, paying paying a little bit more attention. And yeah. um, do you, do you want to explain Invincible without? Can we? Can we? I I would say avoid the spoilers. I think I've talked a lot. Okay, right. You 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 do a little explanation. Okay, so Invincible is uh, an Amazon series that Seb watched. Um, I think you've watched the whole thing, and uh, it's been recommended to me by a couple of people. It's basically a superhero animated superhero series, and you go into the first episode, and it sort of hits the tropes of the superhero movies on the head. So it's, it's, for, it's kind of boring, isn't it? The first episode, I think. Yeah, you're like, ah, well, I've seen all of this before. It's yeah, like the first episode. All the superheroes are highly, highly based on specifically the Justice League. So you've got the oh, Martian right. alien. Oh, yes. You've got Flash. Hawk, Hawk Woman, who has a mace, or Hawk Girl, I think she's called. All right. Um, and then a, a sort of d- Dark Wing, who's basically the Batman. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, and the trouble with those animated series is, um, you know, they're for kids, and there's not much tension uh, in them because you sort of know the hero saves the day. But what's really what gets you hooked is that there's the first scene um, is quite an emotional talk about uh it's just a sort of normal guard um working a you know fairly boring job um and you think oh okay so does this have any depth to it because the first scene has like you know that's quite a poignant see emotional scene where he's talking about his son and how he's sort of you know he's really proud of his son who's not really his son but you know he wanted to have kids and couldn't. And uh, it's, you know, you're immediately drawn in and think, okay, great, this is going to go somewhere. And then it goes nowhere. And then something happens at the end of the first episode. I won't give away, but you're sucked back in. And I, I actually had to pause it a little bit afterwards and just... Oh, think, yeah. Okay. Right, okay. <laughs> like, what it does with the sound really helps the impact of that and it it needs gives you makes you take a break yep um because up until then you've got music in the background and it's quite cartoony and then at the end to emphasize the serious nature serious nature of what just happened there's no music whatsoever just Mm -hmm. footsteps um just normal you know environmental sounds. sounds yeah that that kind of stuff so yeah um great voice cast the the main superhero is played by jk simmons yeah who's just got one of the best voices in the world um i i would say my favorite voice actor is mark hamill so luke skywalker has a ridiculous uh yeah. voice and he's yeah. he's been in so many animated movies, um, mm-hmm. uh, and he plays the Joker. He's like the he's the voice of the Joker. Yeah, it's the the premise of the series is kind of 
um, J.K. Simmons's character. What's? Do you, can you remember his name? The superhero. O- o- Omni Man. Omni Man. He's sort of a super Superman equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he can't shoot lasers or anything like that. He's just super strong. He can mm-hmm. fly, but he's got a son uh, who he's had with a human wife, mm-hmm. who doesn't have any superpowers. And mm-hmm. uh, because they come in around puberty, and so you see him basically towards the start of the first episode, he gets his superpowers. And it feels like it. The, the series feels like it's going to be about them bonding, and it's going to be kind of like a father son type series. That's how it feels to me. That's how it's you know. So the first I've seen the first two episodes, and that's where I th- think it's going. But there are actually some the best parts are when it has this. It, it's very cleverly done. It has these emotional spurts, and you're like, oh shit, like. That person, it's the conflict between the two, the characters mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, wow, this has depth. Yeah. Um, some of the characters, you know, fall into the tropes so well. I, um, you know, the superhero tropes that are so common that you think, ah, oh, I'm like, I just, oh, I'm not convinced. But then you get these con- conflict, yeah, conflicts and you're like, okay, this is. This is worth worth going forward, and the the boy in it, J.K. Simmons's son, who um, gets the powers, is played by Stephen. Well, I don't know how to pronounce his surname. Stephen Yun, Yuan. I don't know this guy. He's the he's the guy um, from The Walking Dead, who, uh, well, he's in The Walking Dead. Right. Okay. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I can think to describe him is a massive spoiler for Walking Dead. So yeah, okay. But are you enjoying it so far? So you've only seen two episodes. They're quite long, aren't yes. they? For a cartoon, yes. they're like forty-minute episodes. Yeah, I was hoping there were twenty. There were going to be twenty minutes, so I could get through them. No, there's for, eight forty-minute episodes. Yeah, um, it, it's really interesting. I I en- I'm enjoying it, and I'm going to finish it. Um, because I need to see what happens. I mean, if you've only seen two episodes, it it gets pretty wild. It's it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. So, but it's what uh, what I find really interesting is when I was fifteen, um, I actually had a superhero TV series or movie idea. And in fact, it, well, a novel because you know you can't make movies when you're a kid. Not not huge budgets. Um, That's true. So I was like, they've stolen my idea. Um, But my one, you know, my one is a bit different. And well, yeah, it was a little bit more. I don't know how to put it. Basically, the superhero, there's the you go to school um, and everybody in the world has superpowers. Cool. So if. If you think about the line in The Incredibles, which is a Pixar movie about... When everybody's super, exactly. no one will be. So basically, no one is special because you all have superpowers. So you go to school and they do they do come in through puberty, much like, um, you know, Invincible. Invincible. But what happens is... Um, 
there there are a few characters uh and i think one guy just he he sweats all the time and then it turns out later he can you know he like he 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 eats is it loads me? of no 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 <laughs> um this is before i met you um and he eats loads of salt cuz he's just like sweating all the time <laughs> and um and if you find out later he can control water um wow yeah but there's one person who doesn't have any powers whatsoever and uh. they never they never come they never come through to him for him and it's about him okay. and it turns out um that his power is to null and void anybody else's power when they're within Ooh. a certain radius so they have to fight him mano a mano like man to man without their special like with all the stuff that they've had before, you know, you're 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 just a normal equal, and uh, it, it was going to be about him. I can um, I can sp- spot a few faults. Yeah, I mean, I really like the idea. That I'll cu- I'll come in with that. I really like the idea, but if you have to be within a certain range, just stand back from that and like the sweaty guy, for example, just yeah. put him in a big pile of water. Just stand like thirty feet away from him. Yeah, and surround him in water. Exactly. So he's not invincible. He's not like Superman. You know, he's not like um oh no one can defeat him. You you know, you have to but you have to fight him fair and square if but it, you know, the story uh has lots of uh, the the sort of world has lots of things. So you you know, if you want to join the police force, depending on your power, you get drafted into a certain uh oh, cool. uh get like troop. You know, that sounds, the fu- that sounds uh, pretty good, Alan. Maybe you should. Uh... It's on the list. I have I have about a thousand different ideas. The ideas are easy. The the, the writing is. Are you sure, you want to give that up on the podcast? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, the the hard work is in the writing, you know. So if I give writing's up that easy. Idea... Blah 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 blah. This happened. This happened. <laughs> Once upon a time, the end. Sorted. Yeah. Done. Done. Invincibles gets a Seb stamp of approval. Very good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stamp of approval. It's a half stamp because I haven't finished it. But hamp, it, you know, yeah, it's a hamp. But um, it's very likely to get, you know, the full you double know, the stamp. Missing S. Yeah, yeah. There you go. If you if you've got a good name for that, write write us, write us. Mm-hmm. Oh, Seb, maybe you should uh, take this clip of my voice. Uh, or we say double stamp at the same time, and then you sort of edit it and make a little song. It's like... Double stamp! Oh, that's good. Okay. Double stamp! <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll think about that. Do we want to call it a double stamp? Double stamp! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do that. Do that, but like make it yeah, double stamp. Boof, 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 boof. Double stamp. Okay, we've been talking for over an hour. I think we're gonna have to call it a day. Yeah. Um okay. Sounds good. Um Please, uh, please, yes, yes, please, uh, like and subscribe <laughs> and um, sign up to the newsletter. 
there's a there's um there's a playlist as well. We now have a YouTube channel, and uh, it's uh, music. The playlist is music to eat a pickle to. If send in oh, your yeah. suggestions, and I'll add it to the podcast playlist. The podcast playlist. Give it a listen. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirly twirl. Excellent. Excellent day. See. Si. Paben. All right then. Cheers then, Al. Got any good plans for the next week? Uh, working on the podcast. Oh yeah, it's oh, my baby. birthday the week after next, oh. and Charlotte and I are going to Snowdonia. So that's my plan. Whoa, together. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan. Good. Yes. Wow, I'm jealous. Little holiday. Little holiday. It's on your just. It's on the twenty second of July. That's 20, wrong. Twenty fourth. That's further. That's more wrong. Twentieth. Twenty first. There you go. Yeah. Twenty first. First time. First time's a charm. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. Goodbye. Oh. Uh, bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Thanks.